Uh, here's something I'm passionate about. Brad Pitt. Inspired by the adventures of our nurses, therapists, and techs, A Beer with Atlas is the only healthcare traveling, craft beer drinking podcast. Each week, we'll open a few beers, talk about the brewery and the style of beer, and then dive into some research curated specifically for each episode. In the end, we hope each one sounds like a conversation you'd have with your friends while enjoying a few cold ones. Welcome to another episode of A Beer with Atlas. I'm Rich. I'm not sure I'm going to drink beer with a mask on. Why do you still have a mask on? I don't know. I'm just used to it, I guess. I'm okay. Brian, by the way. Okay. Right. Mm, I'm Dolan. I was going to say, I think I think we're I think, all pretty used to it now. Yeah, right? I guess so. I mean, you can if you want. There. That du- feels better. Double <laughs> pop filter. Yeah. Maybe. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, we got a special guest today who brought the beers for us. Uh, she's from HR. I'm concerned that uh, Brad may have sent her. Actually, I don't. I don't believe that's the case at all. Laura, <laughs> please introduce yourself. I'm Laura Bame, and HR generalist at Atlas. And you enjoy beer as well. Yes. And your husband does too, right? Yes, and he's dabbled in the make your own, make your beer at oh, home. Oh boy! Yeah. The home. Better watch brewery. out. He's going to be starting a brewery soon. Yeah, yeah. Learn anything on this show. This is how it works. Every kid in the family gets a beer, so. Well, I guess you got to start them young, right? I, mean, I suppose. <laughs> yes. So beers this week, Laura, I was so excited when you brought this in because I haven't had these for, because of stupid COVID, uh, I would normally go to this brewery at least once a year, at least once a year. Uh, from Free State Brewing in Lawrence, Kansas, we have Ad Astra Amber Ale. Mm. That's a lot of A's. Hmm. It is. A lot. Alliteration. One of my favorite things. You like that. Free State Brewing is located at 636 Mass Street. So if you're from Lawrence, Mass is short for Massachusetts. Oh. Mm. Massachusetts is hard to spell, so I, I get why they do them. And it's long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just Mass Street. This is how pretentious Lawrence, Kansas is. Oh. And I say that because I love it there. Okay. And it's okay to say that. Yeah. Um, they, their streets, they have you know number streets going one way, and then name streets going the other way. Mm-hmm. Going the other way are all states so okay. it starts with the original 13 and it goes it doesn't go in alphabetical order it goes in the order that they were admitted to the union mm, nice oh. mm. so that's how they go so for a while there i could tell i could tell you i can't anymore that was been it's been a long time mm. but learn some history there right exactly so <laughs> it, it seems kind of pretentious though doesn't it i maybe i don't know <laughs> you got to figure out how you're getting places around i guess so. <sighs> i guess uh, this is the very first beer that we've done from Kansas. Ever? Ever. What? Really? Yes. Cool. Check awesome. it off. I checked the spreadsheet. Huh. Yeah. I checked the spreadsheet. It's a neighboring state. Okay, we've here's a million here's, from Kansas City, but. Uh, well, Boulevard, yeah. right? But that's Missouri. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Boulevard, Crane. Mm-hmm. Who else have we done? We've done another Kansas City. Yeah. So. We've had a few. Uh, by 2019, the Brewers Association ranked Kansas 32nd. In the number of craft breweries per capita, which, okay, so eh, population on the Kansas side, maybe not so much, uh, and then 50, uh, with 59, and then 34th overall. 
So out of the 50 states, they are ranked 34th in number of craft breweries. So not a craft brewery destination, maybe. Isn't it? Isn't there some weird liquor law situation in Kansas still? Well, you can't buy on Sundays. Well, it's like 3-2 beer. 3-2 in uh, grocery stores. Yeah, see? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Craft breweries don't want to mess with that. No. You got to go to liquor stores if you want to buy actual beer. So weird. I, well, that's Kansas. That's why you bring your own. Don't tell anybody I said that. So this was the Free State was the first brewery I ever, first craft brewery I ever saw, ever. Uh, They're an OG. They've been around a long time. Long, 1989. Yeah. Uh, I saw them for the first time in 1992 and did not understand what it was. No idea. Had yeah. no idea what it was. Yeah. So, and that's always stuck with me. Laura, where did you, how did you get these? Where did they come from? Um. So my father-in-law got uh my husband the brew for the or the beer of the month club so for three months um starting in february he gets about i think it's eight to twelve beers every month month. yeah and then i got a wine of the month club oh nice i get three bottles of wine every month three bottles of wine i think would be more than eight to twelve beers right Mm. yeah maybe Mm. for sure yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> Sounds like a better deal. I'm pretty sure I could po- polish off eight beers in a night. If oh, I yeah. drank three bottles of wine, the no, next day would be, be dead. rough. Uh, half a bottle of wine for me. Yes. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I have quite a few wine bottles of wine. I, I said to my husband, I'm like, we need to have some people over. Drink some wine. <laughs> well, we're not doing anything this afternoon, so I mean, we could we'll bring see in what a happens, bottle. Right, yeah. exactly. Uh, founded in 1989 by Chuck mm, Mag... Mag Earl. McGurl. 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 Sorry, Chuck. Sorry, Chuck. M-A-G-E-R-L. Uh, he, he founded Free State. Uh, it was the first legal brewery in Kansas in over 100 years. Wow. Wow. I like that you said legal. Legal. Yeah. Mm. Well, you that know. means there are some other ones out there. <laughs> Sketch. It's very, uh, it actually came from the uh, Free State website. It actually said legal oh, on okay. there. So they, they absolutely acknowledged it. Uh, this beer at Astra Ale was the first beer they ever brewed when they opened. This was their very first beer and has been a staple ever since. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that jives with what was happening back in the you know '80s home beer scene. So. Amber, right? I mean, yep. that's this is as malty and sweet and delicious as you could get out of an amber yeah. ale. It tastes pretty good, by mm-hmm. the way. It yeah. really does. It is good. Yeah. Uh, so Chuck ent- uh, entry into business started off in his grandfather's butcher shop. Way back in the day. So he was working in his grandpa's butcher shop and kind of learned the ins and outs of business. It was in uh, Kansas City, meatpacking, small, west side of Kansas City. I uh, grew up there, and he would he would help along, go on delivery runs, that type of thing. Uh, and that background explains why he went to the University of Kansas and then decided to abandon his pre-med uh, program. Wise choice. Right? Yeah. I, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and he established the. And this is where it gets interesting because this is this is also very Lawrence too. He established the community mercantile grocery in Lawrence, where he remained as part of the management collective for a decade. The store's efforts were focused on establishing an alternative food network, linking regional co-op warehouses, seeking local suppliers, some of whom were part of the back to the land movement. So very uh, hmm. organic granola. Hippie. Sounds like hippies. Yeah, that's Lawrence, though. Yeah, granola. That's, that's Lawrence. Look, hmm. and I can say all that yeah. because I lived there. I, I, I loved it. Yeah, loved it, and still do to this day. I've never been there. You've never been to no. Lawrence, Kansas. No. I haven't either. What? What? Dolan? Dolan? Nope. 
You've oh. never played a show there? No. no. I'm going to tell you two stories about Lawrence, and then and then I will be done here because oh, I could wow. talk about Lawrence for hours and hours. Here are my two stories. Oh, okay. You can tell me now. Yeah, sure. I can wait. Well, I... let me let me do this real quick. You do yours. Well, I just want to get a little more free state mm. info. Mm-hmm. There's seasonals. This is where I've had. So sometimes, oh yeah. Every once in a while, I get a hankering to do a little beer run across the river, right? Okay. Okay. Council Bluffs, they mm-hmm. have free state. They distribute to Council Bluffs? They used to, at least, okay. I know. So some of these I've had before. Um, these are their seasonals, so not all the time. This is usually where you get the fun stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So they have a breakaway IPA, which is like their, I would almost call it like a summer IPA. Uh, Cloud Hopper is another one that you maybe have heard of that's a double or imperial. Mm-hmm. Um Frost Flower Pilsner, which you'd probably be into mm. since you're kind of back in the Pilsner game. Sure. This one I really enjoy, Iron Man Imperial Stout. So it's just a straight up, like a, almost like an oatmeal stout. Oh. Very uh, roasty. There's no, you know, vanilla or flavorings in it. It's just yep. old school, strong stout, which is tasty. Okay. And then Old Bacchus Barley Wine, which is in a six pack, which is great. Old Bacchus. Yeah. So... Mm. Not very often do you find barley wines in a six pack, so they Just make one. What's the what's the? I'm thinking of a show where they instead of breakfast they're like breakfast, <laughs> breakfast. I have no idea. I don't know either. But Rick and oh, Morty? Are you Rick and Morty? I don't know. Great. I've got. A, I'm gonna look it up. Here's their tap list currently. This was updated like four days ago. I'm gonna want to go there as soon as you say. Okay, go ahead. Tick, talk. T-A-L-K. <laughs> Pilsner. Yes. Uh-huh. They have their lager. Uh, Guavitas. So it's... Mm. Oh. Uh, right? Yeah. Pun. I like that name. It's a sour with guava. Mm. Mm. Yummy. I'd probably like Yakimaniac that IPA. I've had that one before. Uh, Yakima Hops. Yes. And this guy has kind of like reminiscent of the tearjerker whatever beer we did with the head kind of exploding because he's got hops coming uh, out of his brain. Oh, yeah. They have a Marzen on right now, which... I don't know where you else would get a Marzen, but now, there you go. right yeah. now, as a few days ago, this is it's April, yeah. Right, Hellsbach. These are just you know these are old school styles that in the eighties would have been, yeah, popular. Storm Chaser IPA, the Storm Chasers, the Omaha like Storm Chasers. The, yeah, no, no, oh. a lot of their uh, well, you know, Kansas is in the. They don't want you to call it Tornado Alley anymore. I've learned why, because that makes people think that they can't. You won't get a tornado outside of the alley. That's so that's just, they don't they don't want to use that anymore you know we're getting woke weather woke um <laughs> ad astra which we are consuming mm. the oatmeal stout yeah. which we've talked about a little bit and then copperhead pale ale which is another old school staple of theirs the last beer that i had when i was there two years ago before we went to the uh, kansas game was the copperhead and it's nice. really good it's yeah. it's very coppery looking so and then i have one more little thing about the brewery yeah the Kansas State motto. Do you know it? Oh. Is it tattooed on your arm? I, it, it, it's, it's on the seal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I so, can tell you what it means. That's where it comes from. Well, tell us. Ad astra per aspera. There you go. To the stars through difficulties. Boom. Right? Almost like you read my notes, but it was from your brain. Yeah. Um, Went to school there, man. Good job. I mean, that's what they taught you in, in elementary school. I'm like looking at the the bottle to make sure he's not reading it off of there. No, <laughs> he can't see that far. There's no way. No. Um, Northern Brewer and Fuggles hops, F U G G L E S, which I've never heard of. No. Fuggles. I'm actually pouring more beer here. Fuggles. Yes. Thirty-one IBUs, so okay. moderate about what you you know expect. Yeah. Okay. Um, had six different kinds of malts in this beer. 
That's a lot. That's wow. a lot. Yeah. But I guess you can kind of, yeah. So there you go. There's my little beer. Maybe Fuggles info. was popular in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. I, I've never heard of Fuggles. No, I wish I had. Next time we talk to our brewery friends, we'll ask them if they've ever used Fuggles hops. We'll just drop that word and see what they say. <laughs> if they yeah, know what's up. Consider doing a beer with Fuggles hops. Like, what? what? Yeah, dude, that's old school. Get out of here. Yeah. Stop hop dropping. Yeah, name dropping. <laughs> hops. Do that all day. All right, let's hear a story uh, okay. from Lawrence, Kansas. Lawrence, Kansas days. Uh, okay, so... As what was the name of the club there? It was a big, popular... The Bottleneck. There you go. Okay. I, I knew that. So, back in the day, there was two. The Bottleneck and the Granada. So, yeah. the Granada is down the street. It was a little more artsy. So, as much as back in the day, you could see Pearl Jam Nirvana, you know, that type of, mm-hmm. like, early, 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 early 90s yeah. grunge there. The Pumpkins. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, down the street at the Granada, you would see it was a more artsy, and that's an old, it was an old movie theater. Okay. Uh, so it, that would be like if The Cure would come to town oh. or, uh, you know, that type of, sure. those types of bands. Okay. So way more artsy would play at the Granada down the street. I can, I can count on one hand with two fingers the number of times I was at the Granada. Oh. We went to the bottleneck every night, no matter what. We would just we would go there. Was there music every night? Pretty much, virtually every night. Yeah. yeah. So we saw any number of different bands, and I think I've I, I've told you both the story outside of this. So mm-hmm. my it was it's my it's still my best concert experience of all time of all time because the stage isn't very big. It's a very small venue, mm-hmm. but it was the place that everybody would go. Like that's where you would go, kind of like here in Omaha with uh with the Ranch Bowl. Yeah. Right. You would. If you were an up-and-coming band, you played the Ranch Bowl. Sure. If you're going through Kansas, you were going to Kansas City, Wichita, whatever, you played at the Bottleneck. Like, that's just what you did. So we were sitting in there one night, and there wasn't supposed to be a band. And uh, we... I'll take you a step backwards. We didn't like to pay covers, because we didn't have much money. We were college kids, right? (laughs) So we didn't like to pay cover fee. So we would walk through the alley... And kind of just walk really slow and then, like, just help pick up equipment and walk it in as the band was. And most of those bands didn't have roadies at the time. Like, they yeah, didn't. No. Or whatever. So we would just we would just help them unload all their equipment. And they'd be like, okay, thanks. And then we would be in. Yeah. And that's it. Like, we'd, nice. and we'd be in. Uh, and that stopped working about the time of the Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. Uh, Billy said, put our stuff down. And oh. actually told us to. After he was sitting on a dumpster reading a Spider-Man comic. Uh, he, uh, yeah, he gave us some autographs, and then we went to pick up our stu- his stuff, and he was like, "Put that down. We do not, don't do that." And then he just let us in. Oh, nice. So, but he did. You don't have to pick up the stuff. He knew what we were doing. Uh, so one night there wasn't a band, so there was no cover. So we were just sitting in there drinking, and all of a sudden, back door opens up. A band starts unloading all their equipment, and uh, we're like, "What the hell's going on?" And my roommate at the time, uh, Brian Schmidt, he. He was he was fearless. He was like six. He's like six four, six five, two seventy five, three hundred. Like he had hair like Chewbacca. Mm. Um, he was in the military for three years, so he still wore the uh, the military birth control glasses. Oh yeah, really the BCs. Thick. Yeah. <laughs> yep. He had no fear whatsoever. So he walked back there and he was like, "Hey, you guys need a hand?" And they're like, "No, we got this." And he came back and his eyes were like freaking huge. I'm like what? And he goes, uh, "This is Dave Grohl." And the Foo Fighters. What? The Foo Fighters walked in, and this is right after their first album came out, just walked in, set up all their equipment, 
And Dave Grohl got on the mic and he's like, hey, we're playing at Kemper Arena tomorrow night. We need a warm up. So we're going to play it right now. And they started playing. That's pretty great. It was unbelievable. Mm. And here's the thing. This was before cell phones. In 10 minutes, the place was full. Jeez. Oh, I'm sure. There was a line for the payphone. Hey, get down here. Right. And yeah. Mm. One of my best Lawrence experiences of all time. That's super cool. Yeah. Just just awesome. I bet it was loud. Mm. Because it's loud in the stadium when you see those guys. So, I, Well, I mean, I have hearing damage because of the place, probably. I mean, that's, <laughs> my ears ring all the time because of yeah. the number of concerts that oh, we tinnitus. saw at that, that place. So, yeah, the bottleneck, the Granada, the Wheel, the Jayhawker. I mean, all these bars, the, the bars downtown that we went to. Uh, there's a Mexican place that really doesn't have great Mexican food, but everybody went to it. It's called the Salty Iguana. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's... <laughs> It, it sounds it, like a college town. It's yeah. totally a college yeah. town. <laughs> wow. But then, and then there was this pizza, uh, a pizza place called Gumby's Pizza. Okay, you got me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and their pizza was, it was not good. Gummy. But it was $5. <laughs> For a whole oh. pizza? For a whole pizza. And yeah. they gave you a side of ranch with every one of them. Five bucks. There you go. I'd give them six bucks and they could keep the ranch. It was fantastic. What? <sighs> Weirdo. You don't like ranch? <laughs> no. What? Oh, no. What no. does Brian's deal with condiments? I don't know. Not a fan. All right. So th- that's that's my Lawrence experience. That's that's what I... It, outside of Allen Fieldhouse, if you, even if you're not a Jayhawk fan, like Allen Fieldhouse is one of those places you should go watch a college basketball yeah. game. They ever have the tournament there? Games? Like rounds of tournaments? It's never... It's not big enough. Lawrence is a That's kind of what I figured. No. They need a bigger... But that'd no. be fun, huh? Now, hey, now if they did a thing like this, like this past year, yeah, where, where there was nobody in the stands, right? Yeah. Wouldn't that have been cool? <sighs> Here's the thing: like you have to be there when it's just packed, yeah, and it's it's so loud you can't hear yourself, and, and it, it's like you're at a concert and everybody's jumping up and down, and it's like the whole place is moving. Mm. I, I I don't know how they play basketball, quite honestly. It's so loud, and you're just right on top of them. Like when you're at the Civic here? Uh, oh, like the old, like yeah. when you were just like right on top of mm-hmm. them? Yep, same thing. I feel the passion, mm. which is good. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's something I'm passionate about Brad Pitt. <laughs> I've already talked about him once. <laughs> Why? Well, here's, here's. Mention number two. He was oh, in a movie. God, that movie was so bad. Called Ad Astra. Yes. Um, I've never seen it. Don't. Um, that seems to be the consensus uh, on the internet. It could have been so good. Starred and produced the movie in 2019. So it was a recent film. Mm. Uh, the director and writer was James Gray. And he made a movie um, that was called The Lost City of Z. Now, that, that was an adaptation of a book that I read and I really, really liked. And it was about this like British, I'd call him an archeologist, like a Indiana Jones type. Okay. And he went to, I think it was in like the rainforest, maybe it was Peru or something like that. And he was looking for this lost city, of like maybe Inca. Okay. And it supposedly had all this treasure, which was a real thing that happened like in 1905. Okay. And the British government funded this, study and it's just a whole thing about how everything went wrong and basically everybody died and uh the guy from is, is charlie hunnam a name is that somebody mm, i don't know he was on uh 
some motorcycle show people liked a few years ago. Sons of Anarchy? Yeah, he was on that. Oh. oh. He was yeah. Jax. Yeah. So that guy is in this movie, this other one oh, I'm talking about. not Ad Astra. Right. But that movie is what gets him in the door to make Ad Astra. Isn't that like a zombie movie? No. The Lost City of Z? I think you're thinking of World, World War, War Z. Z. Oh. Which is also Brad Pitt. I, and I mean, and yeah. wasn't terrible. I wasn't a fan of the fast zombie. I like fast zombies. Not, I don't know. I'm I didn't, I didn't like how they climbed the wall. Mm-hmm. Like that was like a was human creepy. ladder. They climbed each other. Yeah. It was creepy. I know, but... That, that was just weird. It was a good. I liked it. It was, it was like was human good. centipede, but it was like human ladder. Uh, it was <laughs> gross. Better. Not a comparison at all. Right? Oh, HR. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, who else is in this movie? Well, your favorite and mine, Tommy Lee Jones. I, I enjoy some Tommy Lee Jones. You need a cranky old guy. He's yeah. the one to go to. Uh, Liv Tyler. Mm. Donald Sutherland, yeah. another old man who's been yeah. in lots of stuff. Yeah. Animal House was the first time I ever saw him, by mm-hmm. the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Natasha Leone, who I enjoy that was tremendously. His, that was his wife, yes? Who? Natasha Leone. I don't think so. I've never seen it. I don't oh, know. Okay. Couldn't tell you. Hmm. Um, it cost about $100 million to make this movie because they wanted it to be the most realistic space-slash-travel movie ever made, right? All right, let me tell you how unrealistic it was. At one point, oh boy, he... Oh, God, this is so bad. At one point, he rides a piece of metal, like a surfboard almost, mm-hmm. across the rings of, of Uranus or Saturn or wherever it is. Uranus. Uranus. <laughs> I think it's Saturn, quite Saturn, honestly. I'm pretty sure. I think it's Saturn. He rides a piece of metal. Silver Surfer. Uh, anyway, it got 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know how that is. Uh, it probably grossed, just because Brad Pitt. It probably. Yeah. It grossed $135 million, so technically it made money. I don't know how that's But possible. they say it's a bomb. Box office bomb. And the one that I talked about earlier, Lost City of Z, that was also a bomb. So I'm not sure if James Gray gets to make another movie or not. Mm. Uh, it was nominated for an Oscar for Best Sound Mixing. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. And uh, it opened with $19 million on the first weekend. Hmm. Second, It came in second to Downton Abbey, the movie. <laughs> and that's what I know about that movie. There yeah, you go. Oh, boy. Look, I'm going to tell you, the, the, the beer is a thousand times better than the movie. A hundred thousand times better. Wow. That must have been a stinker. Well, here's what my real research is. Mm-hmm. When, I, when I hear this name, and, oh, we got, we got some over here. Oh, there's a little bit left. Bit. Yeah. 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 You guys went too fast over there. We're going to drink some no, of this Rich, you can, you can finish this off here. Okay. Um, Ad Astra. We say it fast in my brain. This is how my brain works. I hear Ed Asner. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to do a little Ed Asner research walk. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Guess what? He was born in 1929. He's still alive. He's still alive? Oh, yeah. He's, he's got to be old, he's, he's still making movies and stuff. Hmm. Uh, he was born in Kansas City, Missouri. Did not know. That's close. It is close. It's close to Kansas. Yeah. Just over the border. That's not that far from Lawrence. He was, for a while, like a long time, like in the 70s and 80s, he was the president of the Screen Actors Guild. Okay. So SAG. So he was in charge of um, basically like the union stuff. Mm -hmm. He took a big pride in that, making sure everybody had insurance and stuff. That was one of his big goals in life was to make sure everybody on working on a movie was 
had coverage and protection. Sure. Uh, he's probably most famous known for his character, Lou Grant, mm. which was first in the Mary Tyler Moore show. Yep. Then it spun off in the late 70s, early 80s for like eight years, which I didn't know. And it was a really popular show. It was like in the top 10 of TV shows at the time when it got canceled. Really? And they say it got canceled, he says, because he was helping with uh, some sort of like SAG strike that happened in the early 80s. And they're like, mm. okay, well, you got to go. See ya. So uh, he won an Emmy, I believe it was, for Roots. He was in Roots. With uh, with uh, uh, Jordy LaForge? Yes. I can't think of his, his uh, reading rainbow. LeVar. LeVar Burton. Burton. Yes. There we go. So he won a, he was uh, like a um, slave ship captain who felt bad about what he was doing, but not bad enough to not drive the boat. Oh, okay. Huh. So he won something Look, for that. Look, you still needed to get paid. Yes, back then. That's how he did it. Yeah. He also was Santa in Elf. If you've seen Elf, yes. he plays Santa. Uh, in fact, I saw something that said he's, been, he's played Santa like eight or nine times in different things. In different movies? Mm-hmm. I can see that. Uh, and then another thing he is popular for, he's a very well-known voice actor. And maybe you don't know this. No. Um, he plays the voice of the old man in Up, Carl Fredrickson. So if you've ever seen that Disney movie. I did not know that was his no. Um Yeah, boy, that's a tearjerker. Yeah. That first yeah, few 20 is. minutes of that one. Uh, here's This is your wheelhouse. I wrote down basically cartoons. Okay. From the ni- <laughs> mid-90s to current. Oh, Here's the voices. He was the voice of J. Jonah Jameson in Spider-Man from 94 to 98. Spider-Man the Animated Series, yeah. Hudson on Gargoyles, 94 <sighs> to 96. I was familiar. I never really watched it. How about this one? Hoggish Greedly. Does that sound like a bad guy? I guess so, yeah. He was a he was a villain on Captain Planet, 90 to 95. Uh, hoggish. He, this one I'd never heard of. There was a radio broadcast of Star Wars, mm-hmm. like a play. He yeah. played Jabba the Hutt. Yes, he did. There you go. Yes, I did know that. This. I did not. I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> so I sadly still ha- I have uh, audio cassettes of that. <sighs> of course you do. <laughs> uh, Master Vruk. Maybe I'm saying that right. Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, from the video game? Yes. Interesting. Um, Roland Daggett. Batman the Animated Series. That sounds, yeah. Hmm. And then... Ed Wunkler, sounds like Uncler, or looks like Uncler, 2005 to 2014 on the Boondocks, which I think is coming back again. You, I'm sure you know the Boondocks. Yeah, it's Comedy Central show. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think I have, is it like the dad and the kid, and then there's like karate and stuff happening? Martial think, arts? I think you're thinking of the Squidbillies. Or the, Samurai Jack. Yeah. I don't know. You're thinking of something. No. No, you might be right. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think you're right, actually. Now yeah. that I think about I think it. I think you might yes. be right. Like he, he's like really good at martial arts, and the kid is always kicking somebody's butt. I think so. That sounds yeah. right. But I think it's coming back. It was, hmm. was gone for a while. The comics still remained, Yeah. Uh, but I think they're bringing the show back. Well, even Beavis and Butthead's coming back. So Yes. <laughs> um, he played Warren Buffett, close to our hearts here in Omaha. <laughs> Too Big to Fail, HBO movie in 2011. No about, kidding? Yeah. Wow. Um, how about this one? He plays Johnny Lawrence's stepdad in Cobra Kai, 2018 episode. That's right. Hmm. He was in a few episodes. Yeah. And he's an asshole. Yeah. Well, how do you think Johnny Lawrence gets the way he does? Yeah, true. That's how it works. Oh, I found it. He's in nine different Christmas movies. Actual movies. (laughs) Santa in five of them. Um, Then he does TV shows and episodes. He's in all sorts of Christmas He's just like all over Christmas. He's Mr. Christmas, right? Why, why not? 
Um, he here's some cartoons that I didn't know about, but I thought they were hilarious names, so I wrote them down. Okay. Uh, he's the he's the captain of the Fish Police. <laughs> What? 1992 cartoon. <laughs> he was Chief Abalone. <laughs> and then he was a guy named Mort Seidman in a show called Duck Man, which I don't think went very well, but maybe it did. I don't know. Duck, duck Man? Man? Yeah, what does so Duck Man look like? I'm picturing... <laughs> like a duck face? Not yeah. Darkwing or Duck? duck no, not that. It's just Duck Man. Duck Man. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. He was in one of my favorite X-Files episodes of all time. The Christmas episode, do you remember that? It had three different... He was like the ghost of Christmas past. No. Um, it was episode was called How the Ghost Stole Christmas. Huh. And then he was... We were talking about him earlier. He plays Mark Maron's dad on the show Maron in an unaired pilot. So it must not have screen tested well, because oh. they went with Judd Hirsch after that. But he was there. Uh, and then he's in this classic, all-time classic Christmas movie, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation 2. <laughs> <laughs> Cousin make- Eddie's Island Adventure it was a straight what? TV movie. You've no, never seen this? No. It came out in 2003. This isn't real life. He plays Uncle Nick. Oh, it's real life. Yes. It's real terrible, too. Uh, but he's in that. He continues to be in shows, episodes of stuff like this year. So he's, what, 90? Well, Cobra Kai, right? I mean, two? that was, yeah. He's 92. He's still acting. Wow. Wow. I'm surprised there wasn't a Simpson on there. He was in The Simpsons. Oh. He was in oh, yeah. um, basically everything. I vaguely remember him in Futurama. It he was just his head, right? Yeah, in the, in the, in the jar. jar. Um, <laughs> he, the reason I remember him was there was a movie in 1976. It was a Disney movie, and it was called Gus. And Gus was a mule from Czechoslovakia <laughs> that could kick a ball really good. And they bring him over to the United States, mm-hmm. and he ends up being a kicker on an NFL team, and that team wins the Super Bowl. So, like, before Air Bud? Yeah. Uh, and he's mm-hmm. in that. He's the coach of the football team. Also, when the movie is Tim Conway and Don Knotts. Um, Dick Buckus is in this movie. It's, uh, oh, Dick Van Patten is in this movie. Of course. Uh, it's a really bad movie, but when you're six years old, it's pretty awesome, and my son likes it, too. So That's an uh, all-star cast, though, from it, the 70s. Yeah, it was pretty good. It's It's got one of the best uh, grocery store um, scenes ever. They just, <laughs> just destroy this grocery store. Um, the guy from Happy Days, the dad, remember him? Uh-huh, yeah. He's, he's a bumbling criminal matched up with Tim Conway, who also is a bumbling criminal, and they're trying to steal this mule away so that the guys that hired him will because he owns another nfl team oh and they have this big bet about who's going to win the super bowl of course so that's yeah that's what i know about ed asner now there's one negative thing i could find about him okay uh he's a believer slash proponent of the 9-11 conspiracy that was an inside job but you know what he was in his 80s by then i'm gonna let that one slide yeah uh he's done more more good than harm as far as i can tell he has a kid and then also now a grandkid uh, with autism, so he's a big autism awareness person and does a lot of fundraising for them. Um, so that's what I got for wow. Ed Asner. Okay, well, interesting. I would never have thought we'd go down the Ed Asner route. <laughs> that's how my brain works. I guess so. Yeah. Laura, what kind of, is this a normal beer that you would drink? Like how, give us an idea um, of like what you would normally drink. 
So I am actually uh, pretty adventurous. Usually I do like the ambers. Um, just kind of depends on where they, I don't know. Sometimes some of them, they don't look appealing. But um, yeah, I do like the ambers. I also like sours. I like wheats. Um, I do like the um, coffee stouts. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Now we're talking. It's right. like one of my favorite uh areas of beer i guess i really like um i don't know i like pretty much everything so if you were to be let's say you go out you you go on a road trip or whatever Mm -hmm. with your husband kids whatever would you go to breweries like is is that something he wants to do and that you would go along yeah so uh since we've had our kids it's kind of died down a lot but we were uh brewer advocates i guess you could say we we went all the time Mm -hmm. um we kind of started, uh, let's see, a couple, it's been, we've been together five years, so two years into our relationship, we just went to all the breweries around town. Um, we've probably been to most of them, especially within like, well, we live in Bellevue, so within a good range of those. And then um, we would do marketing campaigns on the weekend and then uh, for his clinic. And usually we'd go to a brewery after that to as a reward. Yeah, right. Hang get out. Thirsty. And, yep, especially uh, we get the Bloody Marys at um, Script Town. Mm, yeah. On Sundays, and then you'd get a sidecar. So that was kind of our Sunday routine. Right. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so TripAdvisor says, and this is probably the most we've seen reviews since I started doing the TripAdvisor piece on here. 829 reviews. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. 4.5. That's pretty high. Yeah, pretty high. They've got some good food there, too. Like, there's their food's pretty legit. I would go there for the beer, though. That's just, that's my thing. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, untapped. Where do you think? You, Brian, you checked this in. You said uh, it was like seven years mm, ago or so. On January 11th, 2014. And your comment was simply, thanks, Mitch. Oh, that's my Kansas City beer connection my uh-huh. buddy mitch so your buddy mitch got you and uh you gave it a 3.5 back then that's uh, yeah so where do you think we land on a seventeen thousand reviews i'm gonna say it's 3.68 i'm going three seven two laura what do you think is it best out of five out of five mm, i'd say three five three five three point five three point Oh, almost. That was close. We've never had a guest get that close no. before, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's that was, pretty. That's that pretty legit. Good. But yeah, three point five. I think you're right on. I three seven five. You can drink this all day. Mm-hmm. I want a big one. I want a big twenty two yeah. ounce or maybe the forty five ounce with two handles. Do they handles. do? Because uh, uh, do they do like like big mugs? Yeah. I, I've only had pints there. Or mm-hmm. like the can. I can't remember what those are called. The cans oh, or like the a, like a. Crowlers. Oh, crowlers. I, I, do I think they do crowlers there, yeah. I'm pretty mm. sure they do them on site. What's the ABV on this? I, I guess it even... I would guess it's 5.6. Let's look on the untapped and see. Okay. I have to say the label is there. Very, that's a very... They have that Busy. art all throughout the brewery there. <laughs> yeah, that, that's very... It kind that's, of... So we went to a brewery in Iowa City... And they kind of have um, kind of this kind of crazy art. Same sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. What would you say? What you think I it said 5.6. Five, 5.6. Six. Five, six. 
That's what it is. <laughs> right on the money. <laughs> yeah. It's actually listed as a red ale slash American amber. <laughs> so I can see that either way. Yeah. So That was good. I liked it. Laura, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thanks for coming in with us, too, and sitting down. Not and a problem. Thanks any, for bringing the beer. Yeah. Anytime you want to bring us beers, that's totally fine with us. Yeah. So. I got wine, too. <laughs> <laughs> She's pushing that wine. She's got more of that. Come on. We got to drink this. <laughs> it's all foreign, too. So. Right. Hey, whatever. Look, we'll drink anything here, so. <laughs> that's true. All right, fellas, we're not going anywhere for a while. Let's have another beer. Thank you for listening to A Beer with Atlas. Special thanks to our brand team for producing the show. Each episode of A Beer with Atlas is powered by Atlas Medstaff, an industry leader in travel healthcare staffing.